It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down. Break it all down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Welcome into the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. 547 1610 is the number if you'd like to get involved in hour number two. You can also reach us via email, 610KONA.com. The bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you would like to say. We're on Twitter, and parlor, or Twitter, bottom line 610, parlor, or Facebook at the bottom line 610. You can reach us via the free mobile app, Google Play, and the Apple stores. Rob Francis said Dawson hanging with you, and Ed, we talked a bit about. The crazy wokeness at Columbia. Well, that's not. It's not. That's not it. That's not the only place. No. 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 Our friends at CNN are doing a six-part documentary on Abraham Lincoln. Oh boy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and um, the headline. Written by John Blake of CNN. Did black lives matter to Abraham Lincoln? What? It's complicated. It's complicated. Did Say it, that again. Did black lives matter to Abraham Lincoln? It's complicated. What is wrong with people? The, the analysis that Blake offers begins with this. With this. Abraham Lincoln was clinically depressed. Some say he was gay. He guest starred on a Star Trek episode and became a vampire slayer. Which of these four depictions of Lincoln are true? All of them, if you believe how Lincoln has been portrayed by some historians and in pop culture. Now, the Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter thing was was a spoof, and the person that wrote that book also wrote um, the, the Prize and Prejudice one where they combined zombies it's not meant to be a historical text in any way, shape, or form. It's it's meant to be nothing like a historical text in any way, shape, or form. Um, they but go wait, under- but but wait if if Hollywood has opened the door to depict Abraham Lincoln as a vampire slayer, obviously it's true. Then yes. we we can bust that door down and question whether or not he was. He would black what what had to go oh if Black Lives Matter yes. to Abraham yes. Lincoln it goes Are on. Are you kidding me? With no, this? no 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 it keeps going it gets better. But there is one image of Lincoln that every serious student of his legacy must eventually address. Was what? Lincoln a racist? Oh my God! And the series is called Lincoln Divided We Stand on CNN on CNN. Uh huh. Yes, on CNN. In some circles, Honest Abe is increasingly becoming racist Abe. Questions over Lincoln's racial views have intensified over the years as historians, activists, and politicians question how Lincoln regarded black people and Native Americans. Protesters in Portland recently vandalized the statue of Lincoln, and officials in liberal San Francisco changed the name of a school named after Lincoln. The piece noted that Lincoln told racist jokes, liked minstrel shows, and once floated an offer to the Confederates that would allow them to keep slaves until 1900 if they surrendered to the Union. 
If some of Lincoln's public utterances about blacks were retweeted today, he would have been canceled on social media and likely run out of office. Abraham or Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed and or assaulted seven people. He's still in office. So I guess it's what you say about people is much different than what you do to people. That's my my personal throw in on that. Words, um, words matter. But, right. They, they do. But here's the thing. Um, in 1865, and, and and I understand this is going to be a little hard for for some woke people to to comprehend. In 1865, under many laws that existed in this country and every other country in existence, there were some people that were viewed as property. Doesn't mean it was right. But they were viewed as property at that point in time. And they were viewed as property because they were at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, And it didn't matter what color you were, if you were considered in servitude, enslaved, you were considered property. Now... In 1865, yes, Abraham Lincoln had already at that point in time written and recited the Emancipation Proclamation to move the United States away and get us the first massive country at that time out of the slave trade and out of uh, slavery as a whole. But at that point in time in this country, uh, to make a statement that somebody's comments regarding a group of people that weren't even considered people under the law and say that that person was a racist, everybody on the planet in in the 1860s would have been considered a racist by that standard. Every human being. Pretty much every person. Just about every person. Just about. Um, the percentage of people would be so infinitesimal that it would be, well, worth noting. So were there people that were anti-slavery? There were many that were. Were there people that were anti-slavery that owned slaves? Yeah, there were. Because he did. It doesn't mean that Abraham Lincoln was a, quote, racist. It doesn't mean that those people were, quote, racist, because that type of terminology didn't come around until long after. Those type of descriptions and labels didn't come around until long after that time. As we go through history and we look, the whole goal is to look at eras and points in time that we didn't necessarily do things as well as we could have. What's the phrase? If you don't learn from history, you're doomed to repeat it. Exactly. And if you were never taught history, well, we can make it up as we go. If you were taught history, then you don't know what's there to repeat. Which I think is actually what's been going on. It's it's the whole point that CNN can even trot out this nonsense 
that there will be a large chunk of this country who will be on board with what they have to say because they weren't taught history or they choose to not listen to what happened in history in this country. What is very interesting to me is that Lincoln is the target of this. Lincoln, who has been considered the greatest president in the history of this country, Freeing the slaves. For decades. For Freeing decades. the slaves, right? Moving the United States into a completely different era. Considered the greatest president by liberals and conservatives alike. But here's the thing. Over the last couple of years, everything that's Republican is bad. And Lincoln was the first Republican president. So obviously now Lincoln must be bad. And we must tear Lincoln down. And we must destroy Lincoln's reputation. And we must call Lincoln a racist. We must get people to believe that Abraham Lincoln was a racist because he does not have 2020 ideology in 1865. He was not woke enough. So therefore, he is a racist. But I find it intriguing that for the countries in in, in this planet, and there are, there are roughly a dozen, maybe a little bit less, um, that practice slavery. Why do we not hear more about those countries? Why do we not hear the heads of their countries being um, being derided and chided? Why do we not hear more about the human slavery that continues in the world? And why are we not hearing the same media that can't can't wait to do a six part documentary uh, asking if Abraham Lincoln was a racist or if Black Lives Matter to Abraham Lincoln in 1865, why don't we find out about whether or not those that are still enslaving black people to this day in other countries, if, the black, if their Black Lives Matter to them? We don't ask those questions because, well, our media can't bully them. And, and intimidate them and, and push them into changing the way they do things by simply threatening to Twitter shame them. It's not about getting other countries to change. It is about getting this country to change. It's about erasing history and starting fresh. Some people call it the Great Reset. They want to start over. Because too many people are experiencing too much success and too many freedoms under this, the United States of America. 547-1610. Back with more after this. Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610kona.com. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed, presented by Summit Funding and Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610-KONA. Bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA, 547-1610. If you would like to get involved, Jason Hogan, American Family Insurance, waiting to hear from you. Sit down and talk with him about your policies, whether it's your homeowners, your car, your life, small business, or farm insurance. Jason can let you know whether or not American Family Insurance can give you the same coverage for better money or better coverage for the same money than you're currently spending right now with whatever insurance company you have to be with. Set up an appointment with him today through his website, jasonhogue.com. You're up on the bottom line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Jerry calling back again. Uh, you asked a question earlier about uh, the people back in history. You know, what did they want uh, 
uh, as far as the way the government, uh, way back in uh, uh, Martin Luther King Day, there was a gentleman on uh, a television show this last Sunday, and he marched with Martin Luther King, and he said it so eloquently that makes a lot of sense as far as the topic that you're talking about today. He said all we wanted when we marched with Martin Luther King was the same opportunity. And so we didn't, we don't, we didn't want, we didn't want the bar lowered uh, so we could, you know, enter into uh, universities with a lower standard. We just, all we wanted then and still want today is the same opportunity. And, and I think we're doing a pretty good job of it. I mean, we've all, there's, Sure, there's room to, uh, to to fix it and make it better, but I think we are giving everybody the same opportunity. When I was young, uh, I realized in high school that uh, I, I wanted to play in the NBA, but I had some limitations. I uh, I was I couldn't jump as high. I was a pretty good shot, uh, but I realized that hey, that, that is not the it's where I want to go but I just can't get there and no hard feelings. I went on and did something else. Thank you guys for everything you guys do. Thank you for the call. Five, four, seven, one, six, 10 number of times on this show, we've tried to make the distinction between equal rights, equal treatment and special rights and special treatment. In my view, if everyone's treated equally, That doesn't mean everyone gets the same outcome, but like the last caller said, and certainly what many in the movement in the 1960s in this country meant was they weren't even given an opportunity. They weren't even given a seat at the table. They wanted a seat at the table and whatever happens happens, but to not even be given an opportunity is is what was wrong with this country. And that was absolutely correct. If we, if we can just enforce the creeds that are already there in this country, that every, that everyone is created equal. Therefore, everyone should have an equal shot at success, not equal success. That doesn't mean make everything even for everybody. That's impossible. But if you can at least give everyone a shot at success, then that's what this country is about. And yeah, there have been times through this country's history, women weren't given the vote for a long time. That was wrong. That's been corrected. Black people were treated as second-class citizens for a long time. We know that. That's been corrected although some argue that it has not been corrected. But in principle, it's been corrected. And the last caller is also correct. There's, all, there's, there's going to be people, bigots, who don't agree with that whole take. That's their problem. That's their problem. It's, I, I feel like we've moved past equal treatment and into special treatment. And when you start offering special treatment, 
It is a slippery slope. You end up with Ivy League schools having special graduation ceremonies for transgender students and for those that are first-generation Americans and African-Americans and, and, and. The list goes on. That's not inclusive. That's exclusive. Five four seven one six ten five zero nine five four seven one six ten. Back to the phones we go. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Didn't want to hold. Five four seven one six ten is the number. You can also email us by going to the website six ten kona dot com. The bottom line page and send us your question or comment. You can even reach out to us on our uh, mobile app too. We can read those comments. And and the wokeism. I mean, continues in in a number of ridiculous manners. Um, the the Abraham Lincoln thing is just one one touch in television. Uh, of course, if you've been paying attention, uh, a number of things on television have been definitely going woke. Um, Piers Morgan uh, over in Britain after the infamous interview aired with the two now uh, former members of the royal family. Uh, walked off of his program, uh, Good Morning Britain, and then quit the next day after an investigation was started into comments that he made that um, were not flattering to the wife of Prince Harry. Uh, Sharon Osbourne, who in defending him and his ability to make those comments, now her program, The Talk, which is a balance to The View, is now on hiatus. Hmm. As um, some individuals on that program uh, are finding it a hostile work environment based on that discussion, uh, you are seeing the the wokeness driving into overdrive as it continues to try and take as much of America as it can. And that's not all. Because... In that $1.9 trillion monstrosity that is the COVID-19 bill, it will fundamentally do something to this country that was changed for the better 25 years ago, and it will undo aspects of that. Under the guise, as is most of this, under the guise, because only about 7% of this is actually going to deal with COVID, 7% of the $1.9 trillion is going to deal with COVID. This is taking the wokeness scale up a whole other notch and regressing this country, as many of these policies tend to do, not progress, regress. And we'll tell you what it is. When we get back, make sure you take take a visit to our website, 610k18.com. If you're a March Madness fanatic, a perfect bracket will win you a million dollars. With a million dollar bracket buster, the News Radio 610k18, just go to the contest page and sign up to play today and do your picks before the first round gets underway. If you want a chance to win a million dollars with a full bracket, 610k1a.com, the million dollar bracket buster. 
Now back to the bottom line on News Radio 610 KONA, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509 547 1610. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, 547 1610 is the number if you want to get involved. CBD American Shaman across from the Grain Elevator on Clearwater and Kennewick. 100% all-natural CBD products, 100% money-back guarantee, 30 days from the date of purchase. If, for whatever reason, you're not happy with the product that you purchase from CBD American Shaman, you can swing in the store, all kinds of different things for you, from for the bath, tinctures, topicals, for your pet, buy it as a gift. CBD American Shaman, 100% all-natural CBD products. Across from the Grain Elevator on Clearwater and Kennewick. You're up on the bottom line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Robert. I'm calling from Richland. What's on your mind? I was wondering, have you heard anything on the COVID relief about the $3,600 and the $3,000 child chicks, uh, child tax credit? Well, what about it? It's there. There is one in there. Yeah. Now I, I read that they were going to start making that out on a monthly payment. Have you heard anything about that? I have not. We'll look into that. Um, I, I don't. There was. There, I, I. I heard the same thing, but that was during negotiations of the bill. Uh, I don't know if that ended up being that way, or if it was just going to be the standard, you know, tax credit when you go to do your taxes. Well, I. I think what it's going to be, and we'll get into it in a minute after we go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Jason from Yakima. Uh, you guys are talking about race and. And everything, and there's a great show if you want to watch it. It's the Tuskegee Airmen in their own words, and there's a lieutenant colonel in there, and that's a pretty tough rank to achieve. And he used a lot of sports analogies, but he said, "In America, you got to get in the game, you got to work hard, and you got to get educated. It's not perfect, but it's sure getting better." And that's a man that was set up for failure, and ended up being a highly decorated man who. There were pilots that didn't want African-American flyers escorting them. And then after a certain time, because they showed up, they did their job, and they were good, they were requested. And these were men that were set up to fail, and all they wanted was what you guys were talking about, which is everybody at the same at the starting line. And then they wanted to prove themselves, and they did. And it's really interesting to hear what those men went through and then to hear what everybody wants now i would love to be able to have a few of those men because i think they're all gone now come back and talk about what they went through and how satisfied they were with how far we have come appreciate the call that's that's a great example um of what we're talking about and yeah i don't believe any of them are still with us but maybe uh, something along these lines that i've been thinking about during this whole process that we've gone through the last few years with with what's going on today with this appropriation um and you know under the guise of equality when in fact it's very unequal is this i want to hear from african american native american gay what it doesn't matter whatever group that is that you may fall into 
you believe that you were not set up for success, but yet you made something of yourself. You weren't handed anything. You had to work for everything that you got. And now this generation coming in behind you is being handed everything to them. Not everything, but the the concept is there. You know, free college, you know, for African-Americans because they've been mistreated in history. All All these people that are successful, no matter what their race, creed, color, ethnicity, sexual orientation is, those people, and there are many, a vast majority did it through hard work. What do those people say about how this next generation views what is owed to them? Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Okay, give us a call back, 547-1610-509-547-1610. But it goes along with the, the, the Tuskegee Airmen, those people who were attacked by German shepherd dogs in the 60s just because of the color of their skin, not granted a, an equal opportunity. I would love to hear from, from those people about what's happening to this country today. One of the... One of the reasons why it was such a big deal when Congressman John Lewis passed away last year was there aren't that many people left. That's true. That were in the civil rights struggle. And the further removed you are from a struggle, the more you believe that what you are going through could compare to what they went through. And somebody who grew up in the 1980s didn't compare to what... no was going on in the 1950s. No. Nobody had nobody needed a police escort to get you to your first day of college. Every generation has their issues, had their problems, has their problems. But you're right, as we get further away from it and these same kids again, I'm going to harp on this, aren't taught it in school, aren't taught to or sympathize or empathize with what was going on at that time. Instead, they're just having it appropriated to What's going on in their well, world? Or they believe not getting a new phone is a struggle. Yeah. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, it's Pete from West Richland. Turn your radio down a little bit, Pete. Hey, um, this is off the subject, but um, you guys are talking about a week ago about the Washington State trying to pass an excise tax. Uh, that's really an income tax. And, and I just purchased something online. And they, I got a Washington State sales tax, and then there was a special tax on that Washington State special tax on that. And I don't, I don't know what that is. Do you guys know? I, it could be based on the product itself, Pete. But the governor hasn't signed anything yet, so there, and and it wouldn't go into effect until I think twenty twenty two anyway or twenty twenty three. So yeah, you wouldn't the, be paying it right excise. away. It's not an excise. Yeah, tax. it's a it's an income tax. It's a it's a capital gain. It's a tax on. The bill that's going through the legislature right now and has not been finalized, it'll be challenged in court and has to go through a million hoops still, is basically taxing you if you, uh, on on $250,000 and up, 
on the sale of stocks and bonds and, and other capital gains. They, they will tax you that way. So it shouldn't be anything on any current receipt, that's for sure. You're up at the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? That's Bernie in Kennewick in the car. What's up, Bernie? Um, discrimination. Okay. Now, this may sound strange. I'm not black, but I've had to go through a lot of that. And the worst of it was when I tried to get into college here in the Tri-Cities because I'm blind. And they're taking a machinist course. Oh, no way. You're not going to take that. And yet I had all the legal right. It was in writing, documents, legal, et cetera, et cetera. The college kept on ignoring it month after month after month. And I wasn't going to wait two or three years that it would take to take this course, this case to court. So what did I do? I contacted the news media. And when they found out about that, oh, they changed their tune quick because that would have been a black eye for them to discriminate against me. And I was all prepared to march up and down the sidewalks and everything and have people supporting me on that issue. So anyway, it can happen to people of any color, and, and it certainly did. But everything turned around after I was there. I did fine, didn't get hurt. Did better than they thought I would do, did better than I thought I would do, got a good grade. And they invite me back twice a year to demonstrate how, you know, how I do things. Because I just tell them, I have 10 eyes, you guys only got two. So it works. And I've been employed for 20 years now uh, because they finally let me in. So it's just like you said earlier, you have to to have the opportunity to succeed. And when they were closing the doors on the opportunities on me, oh, boy, did that make me mad. And I, I but, you know, we, we got along well after I got in. And so that's just anybody. You don't get the opportunity. That's really, really, really bad. Anyway, enough from me. Appreciate the call, 547-1610, 509-547-1610. You can email the show, go to the website, 610kona.com. The bottom line page, send us your question or your comment. When we come back, we'll let you know, and it kind of ties into one of the questions we had earlier about the child tax credit and everything else in this COVID thing. Um, it, it undoes about 25 years worth of policy, and, and we'll tell you exactly what it is. When we get back, it's Bottom Line News Radio 610 KONA. Hook up with the Bottom Line on Twitter at Bottom Line 610. Now, back to the show, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Bottom Line News Radio 610 KONA, 547 1610. Final few minutes if you'd like to get involved in the program. Got an email from or got an email from Jerry and Grandview. I have an image of an old sale bill I'd like to send you. Is there any way to do that? I don't know what it is that you bought. But you can send it the same way you just sent that email. So there you go. Five four seven one six ten if you would like to get involved. So basically one of the big things in the COVID nineteen bill, Ed, is it reverses welfare reform that was done with Bill Clinton.
is the second largest welfare expansion in U.S. history. Um, the child allowances, cash welfare grants for parents and children, will go from an annual two thousand a year to a maximum of thirty six hundred for each child younger than six years of age, and three grand for six to seventeen. Seventy eight billion dollars per year in new cash grants to families, and you know what the kicker is? In fact, only the Affordable Care Act would be more expensive than this welfare program. They would eliminate the work requirement to get the benefits. Hmm. It would eliminate the requirement to work. Now, in the 1990s, the AFDC, which was the Aid to Families with Dependent Children, it's a cash program, one in seven children in the U.S. were enrolled. Work among the parents was low. Typical family received benefits for 14 years and unwed childbearing had been on the rise for decades. After Clinton signed the reform, which was, by the way, pushed through by congressional Republicans, for the first time, recipients of cash aid had to work or prepare for work as a condition. The welfare caseload experienced its first significant decline in 50 years. Child poverty fell at an unprecedented rate, especially among black children. The Biden plan would eliminate that work requirement. It would overturn the work-based foundations of welfare reform. And for the first time in 25 years, government would return to the policy of giving cash aid to families that do not work. That would slow the decline in poverty. That would undermine work in low-income communities. It would make it more difficult for children in those communities, not race, mind you, not race, but a government policy would make it more difficult for children in those communities to climb the ladder and get out. Not race, government policy. We've been through this before. And yeah, they were called negative income tax policies. Yeah. Yeah, we've been, we've been through this before where the system was set up to keep people in poverty. Yep. Uh, as opposed to giving them you know a hand up instead of a hand out, you know the the, the old phrase goes. So uh, we're going to turn back the clock on that. Here's okay? what here's what the NIT experiments did. And this is exactly what you're going to see with this. It was a negative impact on earnings and employment. For each $1 in extra benefits given, earnings fell by 66 cents. Hmm. Each $1 of higher benefits provided by the experimental program led to a $5 drop in the lifetime earnings. So you're talking about negative in- income tax benefits. You're talking or, or or impact. You're talking about taking away the incentive to work. That, that's not a benefit to low income. That's not caring about low income. That's not doing anything other than opening up the door to allow the significant amount of people that are flooding our border right now to get a paycheck. Now, there's people that aren't going to quit. I mean, people aren't going to quit jobs. This is for people that are coming in or that, that aren't working. Or who were negatively impacted by layoffs from COVID last year gives them an incentive to just not look for work to get rehired. 
It's the right? chi- but it's the child credit that's mm-hmm. the kicker. It's the child credit that's the key. If you're one of those people and you don't have a kid under the age of 17, this doesn't do anything for you. This only does it if you've got a bunch of kids. And what do we see coming up from the border? We see lots of families. No, I understand that, and and I'm sure the I'm sure that that's that is a major part of it. But again, think about all the people that were laid off last year because of COVID, and you know, middle and low income families who still haven't been able to you know, get back to work because we're slowly coming out of it economically. This, uh, this provision just incentivizes people not to look to get rehired because they're going to, they're going to get paid by the government for their kids. Five, four, seven, one, six, 10, five, oh, nine, five, four, seven, one, six, 10, couple minutes left in today's program. We didn't even touch on the Washington Post wokeness yet, or actually the their 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 glaring absolute one hundred percent horrific mistake. Their absolute horrific mistake. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, you're up on the bottom line, News Radio six ten K and A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Um, I'm I'm Rob, calling from Kennewick. What's on your mind? Um, I was just calling into. Um, get you guys' thoughts or opinions on this, how sensitive everybody has become um, over things. You know, it's, it's, it's really crazy. Um, I don't know if you guys have um, ever watched, you know, South Park. It's an adult cartoon. Very, very graphic humor, very crude, very adolescent, immature humor. But uh, I watch it and it's funny, but it's it strikes me as is like absurd that nobody's talking about South Park and how bad it is, whatever, but they're banning Dr. Seuss. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's you know, it's it's interesting that you bring that up. I mean, because South Park pushed the boundaries that you know where Beavis and Butthead stopped and where Red and Stimpy stopped before them and. Because of the time and night that it's on, on a cable network that you have to have a subscription to watch, um, you know, South Park has been in the crosshairs before. Sure. But there have not been the calls to truly, completely, and totally wipe it out. Um Maybe because of the network that it's on and the fact that it does tend to definitely lean a lot more to the left with most of its programming and the fact that South Park picks on everybody. In fact, remember when when Isaac Hayes left the show because they did a show about Scientology and they said, so we could pick on every major religion, every race and creed, but Scientology you can't do? Okay, see ya. Yeah. So it was selective in that case, but maybe it's because they do pick on everybody. And there isn't anybody that's left that South Park stays relatively untouched. That'll do it for the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. Afternoon report is next on your Monday.